Welcome back, folks. It's Zach and Josh, and we are Balls and Brews, and we are brought to you here from uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, but you can be heard all over this great nation, all over the world, actually, um, on iTunes. Just go to the purple podcast tab on your iPhone, click it, go to the right corner, click search, type in Balls and Brews, and voila, you have found us. So, coming to you after this... uh, postprandial stupor from thanksgiving um hope you ate too much but uh really hope you indulged on um on some good sports because man josh we uh we had an overload of sports as well this week yeah solid thanksgiving day turnout um wasn't sure about what we get other than the saints falcons game the other two were pretty close pretty you know enjoyable watching yeah, so yeah, not bad not bad for I, those um, with not in rooting interest it was definitely Entertaining, yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the Bears, um, you know, without uh, without Trubisky handled handled business. Um, the you know, it's playing behind the defense, obviously. Yeah, they got the uh, Matt Stafford typical throw turnover to you know, seal the deal. So, yeah, that's you know, god, I wonder how many interceptions he's thrown to like seal the game, you know, for the other team. It, it has know. to be Enough. 30 plus, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but the guy, you know, the guy's had a good career, yeah, nice. He's um, you know, the Saints, typical Saints. Fashion, they're just they're rolling like a well machine. They carved up the Falcons, pun intended, for Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't think any of us really expect anything. I, I expect a little more out of the Falcons' offense. Um, I, I wasn't expecting a Rams Chiefs type game, but God, I mean the Falcons have just that, that team's. Yeah, I mean they. they, what, they got I don't understand. Ton of injuries early. A lot of dudes trying to come back, but for a team that you, you think has to be a contender every year. I mean, with that offense, it is a little sh- surprising uh, that they have not performed as well as they, they should have. Yeah, it's it's been bad. Um, you know, the Cowboys took care of the Redskins, which, again, without without uh, without Alex Smith. The walking wounded Redskins. Yeah, man. Right um, Colt McCoy is just he's, – he's not, he's not the guy. I don't know how many times he's going to float around to different teams, but he's just not the guy. He's breaking down game film for him. You know, he's, oh, yeah. he's, he's the quarterback coach I think know, in he, waiting. He he's, can hold the hell out of a clipboard, but I don't think he's much of a – he's not going to be the guy that's going to come in and uh, lead you to the playoffs even though your starter went down. Yeah, he's not, not, not a bad gig if you can get it. I saw where um, backup quarterbacks were talking here. Uh, what's kid or the guy with uh, Chicago? I'm drawing a blank. Oh, Chase Daniel. Yeah, Chase Daniels like attempted before the game and attempted 78 passes and made 23 mils. So, yeah. not a bad job. Yeah, to get it. Yeah, that's that's right up there with uh, being the left-handed relief pitcher in the American League. You, know? that's right. <laughs> you never have to bat. You come in and you you know pitch to one guy. You maybe throw like seven pitches, go ice down your arm, and you know eat bonbons and like off the next day. Absolutely, that's, right. that's that's a it's a hell of a job. Um, yeah, so, you know, I had down two just, you know, the way the Cowboys, you know, they just seem to keep eking some of these games out. You know, are, are they are they a real contender for the – the, I mean, I know you've got the big dogs in the in the NFC with the Saints and the Rams, but, you know, can they get behind that big offensive line and kind of eat clock like the Chargers do, you know, used to do against Peyton and uh, kind of just, you know, really, really game plan to beat one of these teams with a high-powered offense or – well, I mean, they're leading their division. That's a pretty weak division, but um, you know, I don't know. I, I I do not see them being able to score or even stop either one of the Saints or Rams. Obviously, those guys are on a different level. But you know, no one saw Seattle beating New Orleans when Seattle was seven and nine. So it's the NFL, man. Uh, 
that's why I love it so much is that you just never know week to week. That's why they play the game. They're paid. They're all paid, and and they they're all some of the best athletes in the world. So, uh, you know, you can't you can't count anybody out. But you know, I would say what Dallas will be a three or four. I guess a four seed. Yeah, right, division winner, so. four seed. Yeah, so, um, you know, I don't, I don't know if they even win their first game if they make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Uh, you know, depends but, on, I guess, who they get matched up with. You know, matchups always a huge deal. Well, you that. got the Vikings, you got the Panthers. I mean, or Seattle. Do you see them beating any one of them? I'd, yeah, man, and I guess too. And you know, it's gonna be hard to game plan because it doesn't seem like any of those teams want want to win. They don't seem like any of them want in to be that you know fifth, sixth seed. Like, yeah, like. Anytime anybody has a chance to really capitalize, it's just like, you know, somebody somebody lays a massive egg, you know? Yeah, I mean, case in point with Carolina this weekend, I mean, they had a chance to essentially vault themselves into, you know, really a great position and, and bury Seattle. And, you know, they gave game-winning field goal to, to, you know, lose the game. And, you know, here we are, what, four weeks left in the season? Five weeks left in the season? What, how many we got? I don't know. Yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. Five weeks. Um, and – you know, it's wide open when teams could put teams away and no one's doing it. So Yeah, I feel like it's going to have to be, uh, you know, you change the rules and checkers, like you have to jump, you know, the, <laughs> the checker if you get it. It's kind of like, all right, guys, somebody has to claim the fifth and sixth spot here. Um, you know, again, feel sorry for them because they're just going to, if they get past the first round, you know, they're they're looking at a team like the Rams and the Chiefs, or the Rams and the Saints, you know, licking chops ready to, yeah, you know, just to pounce on them. And maybe that's it. Maybe it's, yeah, yeah. I'd rather not. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather just stay at home and uh, you know, get a better draft pick next year. Well, if Tampa runs the table and a lot of things happen, Tampa <laughs> still has a chance. So there's holding out hope. I mean, like you said, no one wants to claim it. Maybe Tampa hey, squeeze in there. You know, good for good for you and getting a Tampa win. Yeah, solid win over the 49ers. Hey, so, at what, this point, top five pick, two and nine. Yeah, we should be super proud of that one. Um, <laughs> And your Bengals. Oh, oh. <laughs> you didn't get to enjoy the win. Oh, man. You know, I just – I don't even know where to go with this without it, um, you know, just going south quick. But we don't have editing. Or, yeah, we, we, we don't still, have beeping. Still uh, have, yeah. Capabilities, yeah. Beep. We have the but, editing. Man, you know, it's just bad. And, you know, being a lifelong fan and, you know, you're constantly, you know, the you're, you're looking at the – at the schedule, and you're like, okay, you're, you're mark going through games, you're going to win, and you know the Browns are always that. Don't get me wrong, the Browns have you know vastly improved, but with the roster that we have, even with injuries, even with AJ out, you know you just got to think that you go out there against the Browns at home and you take care of business, and you should. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, you know mid game there, you lose Andy Dalton, but you know Jeff Driscoll came in and and played a hell of a game, honestly, and it's a little scary that. The parity between Andy, the starter, and Jeff Driscoll, the yeah. backup, that probably no one knew who's the backup until that injury happened. Yeah, I didn't. So. Uh, exactly. You know, and then you think back to 2015 when Dalton went down and, you know, McCarron led, you know, the Bengals to the playoffs and had him in a major spot to win, you know, before Jeremy Hill fumbles. So it's just kind of like, man, the backup and Andy Dalton, they're, they're almost operating on the same level. And it's just, I mean, for me – uh, maybe we've seen Dalton play his last game. I don't know. I mean, well, to keep you from jumping off a ledge, that game was already over when Driscoll came in. So it was the coverage probably got a little softer. You know, there's no film on Driscoll. You know, it. I would say, 
I mean, as, as quick as you want to jump. I, I don't know if it's that close, but yeah, one game looked like it. We'll find out. He's got five, six games yeah, to play. Yeah, he's five, so six games we'll to play, and, and ultimately, I mean, I think at this point, Marvin's hitching his buggy yeah. to him. I mean, he's got to. I mean, the guy's – I personally, if I'm Mike Brown, I'd walk in and fire him today, but he's not going to. I mean, yeah. and I say that, you know, out of a lot of anger, but Marvin's uh, – he's, he's done a lot of good for the, for the organization, but – it's time to part ways with him and, and likely Dalton. I mean, I think this year you, you bring in a new coach and you know you, you bring in a new franchise quarterback. I totally agree yeah. with you on, on uh, Marvin. I think, I mean, how how much longer do you stay just above mediocre? Because like, I feel like that's where you guys have lived for a long time. Um, I don't have, obviously, the past records, but correct me if I'm wrong. It feels like you're just kind of always flirting with 500, just below, just above, right. sneaking the playoffs, hope to win a game. Um you know, Dalton, I don't know just because quarterbacks are so hard to find in the NFL. What do you, you know, what's your, is your second option, you know, better? I, I don't know. Who else is out there to get? Um, you know, maybe find out what you have with Driscoll and then you can make decisions. But yeah, yeah I mean, I guess time will tell with, with how he, with how he uh, progresses or how, you know, how he, how he fares. I mean, it's just him. It's all he has. Well, you could have Blake Bortles and, could have Blake Could Bortles. Be the Jags, so. You know, and and Blake, and I guess here, it, you know, it's I'm probably talking out of both sides of my mouth, but you know, I just kind of feel like Doug Marone has, you know, he's using Blake Bortles as his scapegoat. Like, you knew who Blake Bortles was last year, and you were, you know, a, a bad call away from being in the Super Bowl, right? You know what I mean? And then you 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 let you know Bortles' number one wide receiver walk in free agency. Then his number one wide out this year left on the team gets hurt. His left tackle, starting left tackle, Greg Robinson's hurt. And then now all of a sudden I think Marone's kind of in panic mode and he's like, hey, you know, this Blake Bortles guy sucks. Uh, yeah. I'm benching him. Look at me, folks. I'm a smart guy. Fire the offensive coordinator and, yeah, bench, and bench, you know, Blake Bortles. Meanwhile, your defense is getting thrashed for 35 a game. Right. That seems like I the- guess, yeah, for me it's like if anything is wrong with the Jaguars, it's the defense. We knew the offense sucked last year. You right. Know? And then all now, of a sudden playoff this year, Blake. Playoff Blake's the man, dude. It's like yeah. Flacco. Just, yeah. give me, just give me the playoffs, boys. I'll take care of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, the playoffs he looked like Willie Beeman. Yeah, you know, right. now he looks like <laughs> – Steven Willie. Yeah. Now he looks like a steaming pile of dung out there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But yeah, I, it's the Jags are a, are an absolute dumpster fire. I mean, they're from what they did last year, and now they're three and seven, and it just it doesn't look like any signs of getting better. It's, yeah, you're going yeah. from a play away from the Super Bowl to you know top five pick. Yeah, and for me, that's with no quarterbacks really like lighting up the charts coming out. Absolutely, so. and then for me, it's. You know, I'm, I was talking about firing Marvin. I, I think another guy who could easily be fired is Doug Marone. Like, I don't care if you won the Super Bowl last year and you come out with this same lineup and you're three and seven. I mean, it's unbelievable. I yeah. mean, if you're a world-renowned surgeon and like, you know, you're you have all this equipment and you're doing awesome stuff, and then like the next year, like you're leaving gauze in people's stomachs and amputating the wrong legs, like <laughs> you're gonna get fired. Yeah, you yeah. know, and ah, it's it, it, it mind it's mind blowing to me that. You know, you could go from being that good to this bad. It's like Jekyll and Hyde complete. Yeah, I mean, that's the NFL the too. Direction. A lot of times, you've seen. I mean, it's not the first time we've ever seen it. So, uh, I mean, obviously, he's probably going to get another year. Um, but I mean, I don't think I don't think Blake Bortles. I mean, he's not obviously the answer. But we spent a lot of time on the Jags. Who who cares? But anyway, it's just fascinating <laughs> it is, to it see is. a team go from, you know. Yeah. So good to so terrible yeah. so quickly. Folding up like origami. Yeah. Exactly. So, but, you know, 
from those two teams to the teams that actually have a chance here, you know, just watching the weekend, I mean, Denver with a huge win over Pittsburgh. Hallelujah. Probably no one saw coming, I'm sure you loved. Love but, it. I mean, they're five and six, and, you know, they've got a chance. I mean, with their schedule sets up, you know, pretty nicely with not a lot of, I won't say challenging games, but, you know, I, I can't remember what exactly it was, but it, there's not a lot of winning records left for them to face. The Chargers were one. Um, yeah, I mean, they got the Niners, the Raiders, the Browns, and the Bengals, and the Chargers. I mean, not in that order. But, <laughs> right. But, so, I mean, but they control could, their own destiny. They really, they've they already beat the Chargers once, standpoint. and they beat the Steelers. Now the Steelers, are they probably beat themselves, but – Either way, that'll be a fun that'll be a fun one to watch from a guy who I think episode one or two we talked about, you know, possibly being fired. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, yeah. If, so well, you know, and yeah, they you know they have the Bengals next week who have the worst run defense in the league, and you have Philip Lindsay who's ripping off like eight plus yards a tote if they give him the ball. Right. Um, so you know, I mean, that's obviously a winnable game. I mean, yeah, you're you're right. They that's a team. And yeah, it's it's funny because it was a team at the trade deadline who who were um you know who were sellers. You yeah, know what I mean, you get know, rid you, of what you, two guys. Yeah, you get rid of you know, namely Demarius Thomas, yeah. and you know it just appears as though they're you know mailing it in, and then all of a sudden they kind of remind me of the Cowboys. You know, it's yeah, like really really rights. good run game. You know, really good defense. Um, you know, and just. And, and they both play in stadiums where I, I feel like, you know, probably tough to go get a road win. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Um, well, of course, with Denver, they're just, you know, the air and all that stuff. Everybody yeah, knows about. But, yeah, you got, you know, yeah, you're sitting pretty. Um, I don't know. We'll see. It'll be fun to watch. Um, Seattle, you know, pulled their season from the brink, man. Big road win against Carolina. Pete Carroll chewing the hell out of that gum and just, you know, <laughs> eking out wins he shouldn't win and – yeah, you know, it out, man. good for him. I mean, he he's got them rolling in the right direction, and they're definitely not the, uh, you know, the the defense they used to be. But, Legion of Boom. Yeah, but. they're, you know, they they're they're still figuring it out. Good for them. Yeah, we'll see. I said last week. I'm excited to see how this thing plays out, and it's only getting you know better and better. You know, with with the teams that are choosing. Step it up late in the year. So. Well, yeah, it's another team with a you know with a good run game, and that you know those run games seem to travel, especially in the playoffs. You, know, you really you really lean on that. Yeah. And, um. You know, and Chris Carson stepped up and done a done a hell of a job for them, and yeah, just another team piling behind a big line and you know let your big boys eat and. And they've got some receivers, and of course Russell Wilson. I mean, look, that's a team again, sneaking at seven and nine, <laughs> eight right. eight, and go shock the world and beat New Orleans or. Seattle, right. or not Seattle, uh, Los Angeles, right. the Rams. Um, yeah, so I mean, you just never know, uh, especially with that team. They've got talent, so it's it's not like they're just gonna sneak in and just get hammered. Speaking but, of uh, fun quarterbacks to watch, I want to go back to your boy Baker. Love some uh, Baker, man. I, I love some Baker. I just love his attitude as much as he comes up across probably as a, a cocky punk. At the same time, it's it's the same things that. Everybody thinks sitting on your couch, same stuff we talk about. Like, you know, same stuff I would say the majority of the league thinks. Like, when Hugh leaves, I know that was a big talking point, and goes to your, you know, yeah. division rival wow. that you still have to play. Like, of course, you, I mean, why would you be happy yeah. for the guy? Like, I mean, that's a bad, look. That's bad, a look, bad look. I mean, you know, Baker said he was asking us to go out and play for him and play together, and then. Two weeks later, we're playing him, and he's on the other sideline. Yeah, like it's just the optics of it doesn't look good. Yeah, I mean, but like, yeah. It, is this bad for Cleveland though? I mean, so 
you know, they they've won some games here, and you know, they're they're. I mean, honestly, they're right in the thick of the, you know, in the AFC wild card where they're four six and one. You know, you you string a couple of wins together, and all these teams, you know, keep not wanting to, you know, Take keep over. not wanting to get in. Um, but, you know, is it bad for Cleveland? I mean, at the end of this, are they like, hey, let's just give Greg Williams his head coaching gig? Oh God, they can't do that. I mean, I, I, you, you just you wait on you know the Haslam's to just do something dumb like that, you know, and and you know the Browns go out and win, so they win three games and three more games and end up, you know. Whatever what, seven seven six and one or yeah or seven eight and one at the seven, end of the year one, or something yeah. like that you know and or you know you know or even better and you know and sneak into the playoffs it's like man we got to get this this Greg Williams guy and I don't think it has much to do with him I mean I do think the team was trending in the right direction Hugh just you know Despite seems to you. you know <laughs> yeah um, you know I feel like you know Hugh Jacks could probably you know screw up a wet dream. The guy's just seems like a clown when he gets you know the headset on and he's at the helm. He just you know, it seems to. That's a weird look. Every time I see him on sign, it's like he got like his head kind of cocked back. Like he's just like unsure. Of yeah, I, I feel like he has his mic off. So like the coordinators <laughs> are probably communicating to him, and he's just gone rogue. Like, you know, I really like that picture of you know Michael Myers in the pineapple pizza. Like, let's run that play. Yeah, you know, I, I don't feel like he knows anything. That's he's going over there on. signaling to the cards, and there's no cards on the yeah, sideline. No cards on the sideline. So it, yeah, I don't know. I just. I had that thought run across my mind when I was watching Greg Williams headbutt players on the sideline, and I was just like, "Do you see the picture of him and Hugh?" Like, oh, I was, no. like Hugh's like, like smile, like you know, is is he's greeting his grandchild, and Greg's like kind of drawing back, like, "What is your deal? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you Who doing?" Are you? Yeah. And so, uh, but I saw a caption is like, "Have you ever seen a guy who's got who's going to get fired twice look this happy? <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody ever gotten fired twice in one season?" <laughs> he he just might. He just I mean, might. If you're gonna be what he's, what is I don't know his role. What's Hughes' role? At he's Bengals? like a special assistant to the defense, right? So like the one team you should probably be able to stop is the team you coach for three years, right? <laughs> and then you go out and just they put up what thirty eight? I don't know, in the thirties, right? Yeah, that's embarrassing. It, regardless, him him and Marvin together, it's like an Abbott and Costello routine. It's yeah, that's embarrassing. But yeah, I like I like Baker's whole approach to it. I mean, like at some point he's gonna probably tone down some of the things he says. But for a guy that with a chip on his shoulder, it's been told he wasn't good enough since basically came out of high school. More power to him, man. Um, but you know, from him to another quarterback and and team that's done, Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah, yeah, I, they're. The, it's a team that looks. Unstoppable on one drive and then completely lost yeah. the next the rest of the quarter. Yeah, it's. And I'm growing further and further annoyed with old Aaron Rodgers. For all his greatness, it just drives me nuts to see him consistently not make throws that greatness should make. You know, and I saw I was joking with you that I was going to talk about like what would this what would Green Bay look like with another quarterback, and then I saw it on uh, Skip Bayless was talking about it, and then they're calling Cowherd talking about it, so you know. Yeah. We're coming. We're the late show. We're the Jimmy Kimmel over here, so I gotta like rehash everything. But no, um, definitely not a guy you want to follow. Skip Bayless. Yeah, no, I think. Uh, I mean, look, it's not a bad point though. I mean, is, is Tom Brady four six and one or four seven and one with with Green Bay right now? I don't. I, mean, I don't think so. I don't I mean, think so. I, it, well, everybody's gonna argue. Well, he he doesn't have any receivers. Brady hadn't had but one receiver in fifteen years. He just keeps rotating guys like yeah, you and me and off the streets yeah. and you know. Making them, making them pro bowlers. Yeah, a bunch of good route running white dudes, <laughs> right? I mean, five foot ten. You know, just get you know get 
get, got, in that, get in that zone and sit down, you know? Yeah, you got Brandon Cooks and you trade him away. Probably the best receiver he's had since Moss. And you trade him away. So, anyway, I guess it, my point is I just don't – I love Aaron Rodgers' game. Like, he makes throws that there's not another person on this planet, Brady, Manning, anybody included, Breeze, can make. And then he goes out and he's falling backwards on a throw. I mentioned to you last night. He, there's no one around him in the pocket. It's a it's a little um, out route, and he's falling back, almost falling away from the throw, and throws it a foot in the dirt, wow. you know, a yard in the dirt in front of the guy when they're needing first downs late in the game. It's like what? And it's yeah, that's an absolute annoyance. It, it reminds me of like a basketball player who's you know not getting guarded but fades away. Like, right? Why? Why are you doing? Yeah, that? it's like I don't I don't understand like how. Surely to God you're not thinking while you're throwing it like I'm gonna make this look cool, right? Like. You would hope not. But, but are you just trying to flick it out there like nonchalant because that's exactly what happened and the results were nonchalant. Like, I mean, it's what you got. When you're 4-6-1, and one, maybe that's the only thing you can do is resort to looking cool. I, I mean, know. I guess so, you know. But I, it's hard for me to hate on him too much because, like I said, he makes throws. You're like, that's the greatest throw I've ever seen. And then the, and then the next thing, he looks like Blake Bortles throwing one in the dirt on an out route. It's like, what are you doing? And, but, you know, him and Mike McCarthy both have just looked like they've packed it up and, you know, just decided – you know, and it, there always seems to be a little disconnect there with the front office too. You know, they you know they never really go out and get a guy that you you know you hear all this rumor mongering like oh it sounds like you know the Packers are going to go for so and so and it's just like it falls through at the yeah, end. You know they what don't I mean? Sign free agents, like, right? It's like they're almost too proud now. It's become like the saying, and so now they won't do it. It's right. so weird because um, you know you get money to do that. And you know, you know, I guess you know at that point, I'm not saying I blame him you know for mailing it in because you know you don't don't quit at this point, but. You know, I'm sure he is out there, just like, well, whatever. You know, like, yeah. If, you, if you're gonna, you're gonna half-ass it in the front office. I'm gonna half-ass it on the field. You know, well, I've got him in fantasy. Soon he's pick it up. You know? <laughs> so that's what's important. Needs to get together quick. Yeah, get yeah. together. I need you. Yeah. I really need him to win less. I need him to keep playing. You know, for something. So, um, no, nah, but I don't know. It just frustrates me. But again, I mean, like he is great, and even all the quarterbacks you hear talk about how great he is. You know, no way more than I do. But, I mean, at some point, no one's going to say what I'm saying as he, you know, falls back and makes dumb throws just because of poor footwork when he doesn't have to. Because he makes so many great throws with poor footwork. Right. You know, it's it's the give and take of You overlook the the small things, but obviously passes that high percentage should be completed. But, I mean, when's – I don't know. I mean, everybody everybody will have their opinion on on Brady and the Patriots, but – even Manning. Manning took teams that had no business in the playoffs to the playoffs. And that's kind of what you expect out of, you know, Aaron Rodgers, a guy that's uh, at that position. Like, that's the one position in the NFL that you can literally change the entire franchise. Mm. And so you've got guys out there that have talent, and you're 4-6-1. And, and it's not because your defense is giving up 35. I mean, they, what, gave up 24 last night? Right. And, you know, I, it's just – you got to be able to score. If you if you can score thirty a game, you're going to win every game. I feel like maybe not now, but you used to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Tell I, that yeah. to the Chiefs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, nah, but um, yeah, I don't know. It just it, the defense isn't playing terrible. You know, Green Bay's got to find points. I, I'm sure there's some coaching decisions that go into that too. But I'll I'll get off my rant here about Aaron Rodgers. I just it's just frustrating to watch sometimes because yeah. he's so good. And speaking of coaching decisions, I mean that's that's another coach. I know we've hit on you know several. Um, tonight that 
you know, we'll probably be fired. And, yeah, I mean, I think McCarthy's probably – he's right there on that. Yeah, you what know, I kind of disagree with you earlier in, when you said it the first. And I thought, ah, these guys will get it figured out. You got Aaron Rodgers. You know, you don't want to break that up. But at some point, like, it kind of just wears out its welcome. I mean, when right. they win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right. I mean, a decade ago. Yeah, and it just got to that point where it just looks like, you know, almost like Marvin and Andy where you're just kind of, yeah, you know, we're cool with – Right. Making the playoffs this year, maybe not next year. Right. You know, maybe making the playoffs and never winning the playoff game. Looking at you, Marvin Lewis. Well, I think the Bears being so good is going to make that decision maybe easier for management because, I mean, the Bears are young and 8-3, and three, you know, sitting ready to really take off. I mean, this is probably a year they didn't think they were going to have this year. Oh, yeah. But knew it was coming, and now they're already 8-3. and three. They're not going to get worse unless well, I mean, somebody gets hurt. Coming know. into this year, I mean – who would have ever thought that the Packers would be sitting, you know, damn near the bottom of their division? Yeah. You know, no. I mean, you know, the Bears and the Vikings are, you know, by far the, the two teams, you know, rolling that out. Yeah. That division out, so. Yeah, I mean, we all knew the Vikings. We all thought the Vikings would be the team out of that division. And, you know, they've had their struggles. But that's a team like, you know, like I said, Seattle – I don't think anybody wants to place the Vikings no, in the playoffs. Like the, playoffs. the team can, they're they're loaded, um, and that offense is good if Kirk Cousins plays the way he did last night. Uh, was it last night? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Last night. So it all starts running together. Yeah, it all starts. Yeah, we start get old. It just yeah. it starts running together. What day is it? I don't know. Um, but, so yeah, I mean, we can wrap up there. I guess the NFL. Yeah, speaking of playoffs, I think you know there was a huge shakeup in college this this week yeah. and you know one that we haven't really had to talk about because we're just like yep you know rinse and repeat folks you know same as last week That's you right. know see you next week um but yeah so michigan lays the historical egg against ohio state and just looked bad doing it like so bad that i could see jim harbaugh taking one of these positions that we talked about in the nfl like oh yeah he, it's I mean, he's he's a uh, you know I, I do this is something that Clay Travis constantly harps on. He's the greatest eight and four coach of all time, right? And, and it's true. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, he'll be better than eight and four this year, but just man, like you're in your your position here, and you know, Ohio State has been one of those teams that we we've been talking about. It just looks like they're right on the cliff, ready just ready to be pushed off yeah. by anybody Asleep. who's willing to push them. And man, they just trounced Michigan. It almost looked like Ohio State had better athletes which i mean arguably you could say they do but like for a team that hadn't been or how long had one loss to an undefeated team best defense in the country to go out and just look like they weren't even on the same level no and a team that, that like you said looked asleep for the past six weeks it was uh yeah i mean i i had michigan and i thought you know i even said last week if it was at the if it was in michigan i'd have michigan i'd bet you know a significant amount of money on them. I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad it wasn't in Michigan. Yeah. But, but, I mean, it wouldn't have been close there either. No, it wouldn't have been. And, <laughs> you know, and I know you always hear that winning cures everything. It really, really does. Because it appeared as though Saturday that winning cured cardiovascular disease. Because at one point um, there was a – and it was a true cheap shot Michigan player threw on uh, on on Haskins. On a, he was, he was kind of sliding down and, and dude just went helmet to helmet on him. And I thought that Urban wasn't going to have to fake a heart attack anymore. He looked like he was about to have one. I mean, he was screaming, yelling, face was blood red. He was losing it. Yeah, but then they won. You know, like the whole game they were in the – they are basically in the driver's seat. I mean, that game was over, you know, pretty much, you know, halftime. Yeah. And, but he was all smiles. I, I didn't see a, a, a wink of, you know, bending over, holding the stomach or his head. So, 
Winning really does cure everything, yeah. folks. So, yeah. you know, duly noted. You have noted. a heart issue. <laughs> duly noted. Become a Bama fan. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of which, they, they rolled. Yeah, I mean. As, you know, as, as expected, I guess. Um, which, of course, you know, the, you know their, their upcoming opponent this Saturday rolled as well. Georgia flattened Georgia Tech. So, kind of puts them on a collision, collision course, a national championship rematch Saturday. At Mercedes Benz, I, you know, I don't know. I hope it's a, I hope it's a good one. I hope it's fun. I, you know, I'm sure Bama will be a double digit uh, favorite, as they should be. Yeah, it'll be their first true test of the year, so, that, so. You know, that might throw a little bit of wrinkle in it because they're going to get punched in the mouth a little bit. Um, kind of a tune up for the playoffs, right? For yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I think Alabama wins, but I don't I think do it'll be a, a. I think two will still have to probably play significant time in the fourth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think you have to play a whole game. Yeah, uh, I could. I, I could be wrong. You know, it could end yeah. up. You know, could flip it over there, and it's forty-four to ten. At you know, in the third quarter, who knows? Or it could be 24-24 and Hertz comes in and wins the game like Tua Ooh. did. You know, there's your face, Tua. Yeah, are you gonna transfer now? <laughs> yeah. Because nah, Tennessee's looking for a quarterback <laughs> and offensive everything line. else and, <laughs> and, and an offensive coordinator and, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the you know our offensive coordinator. Um, you know, took the Western Kentucky job today. I guess they were looking like, man, we really want a boring offense who doesn't block for their quarterback. And his name popped up in the Google search, I guess. Uh, so they, you know, Tyson Hilton went there. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to get off on that topic because it's nah, it's pointless. It's, yeah, I think uh, you know my boys at Florida State. Only significance is they what ended the thirty-seven season streak of of ball games. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Which I think time. I madly texted you this weekend that Florida State and Tennessee should play in a death penalty game, and the loser has to just get the death penalty for like 10 years. That's shut down the program. That's how bad we've been, you know, over the past several yeah. years. It's I was going to text you, but I, didn't, I was, uh, was too long-winded for it, but I wasn't quite there yet. Also, I was ice skating, so it was kind of – I was trying to text you while I was ice skating. <laughs> trying not um, to break your arm. Yeah. So, no, nah, but um, I think uh, – I think I'm not quite there yet. You know, we have had a solid eight years up till this year, eight nine years. So I'm good for you know. I'll give it a season. Make probably Absolutely. not another one. You know, I think it, for eight and four next year, I could probably stomach that. But um, you know, we barely. Be, I was looking at the schedule and and Florida State barely beat Louisville. So you know that if that means anything to you, go look at Louisville's record yeah. this year and their yes. their margin of victory or loss. It's pretty pathetic. So we'll see. Um, Washington State. Oh, Helped man. everybody out by, you know, getting beat. And that kind of seems to be Mike Leach's MO. Yeah. Too, you know what I mean? Yeah. I know I was cracking on Harbaugh there for, you know, losing the big game. But, hey, I'm pretty, you know, I think Leach did that at Texas Tech, you know, when he had the, you know, the killer three there with, um, I think he had like Kingsbury and uh, uh, Crabtree. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, or maybe it wasn't Kingsbury. Anyways, it was, it was yeah, a dynamic yeah. threesome, you know, there was – yeah, you know, just some amazing wideouts, and you know, I think he kind of laid an egg there at the end against like a, you know, A and M or something back then. I don't remember who it was, or maybe it was Texas or something. Or yeah, but, it's, uh, yeah. So that that eliminates them. You know, yeah. Washington State's done. Uh, Michigan's clearly done. UCF, even though they didn't lose, um, their season was ripped into about four different pieces um, when when their quarterback Milton uh, had his knee just. Obliterated, yeah. poor guy. I mean, it's, it's you, you, you hate to see it. I, you know, again, you know, we've had this talk. I didn't, they weren't getting in regardless. 
But now yeah, it, no it, it even helps the committee now. Even if this team's undefeated, you're going to put a two-loss Georgia in over the – you know, you're going to – Yeah, it's – yeah, you just can't – If it got down, down to it. Yeah, um, it lost their starting quarterback already on the fringe. You just There's no way. Yeah, yeah you just – you know. And, it, you know, it shouldn't play in because it's, you know, it's still, you know, a record and a body of work. You shouldn't be like, oh, well, they just lost their quarterback. But it, yeah, that's that's gonna wait. That's well, if it was Alabama, it'd be different. But who's the backup at UCF? They're probably not Jalen Hurts. Exactly. Yeah, you know I mean, what I'm yeah. saying? So <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I mean, tees up to a nice conference championship weekend with some, you know, some games that'll that'll matter. Oklahoma, Texas. Yeah, kind of uh, like wild card games. Yeah, that's it really is. I mean, at this point, um, gonna set up for some cool scenarios with. You know, like I said, Oklahoma, Texas, Ohio State, Northwestern, the Clemson Pitt. I think that one's probably not even thing to discuss. But then Bama, UGA. I mean, Ohio State. They're going to be a one-loss team. They beat Northwestern. They're one-loss Big Ten champ sitting there. You got Oklahoma. If they beat Texas, they're Big Twelve one-loss, beating a fourteenth-ranked Texas or or whatever they're going to be ranked tomorrow night. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know, man. I think there's gonna be a lot of decisions to be made. Um, I'm totally off Oklahoma's, uh, I guess, bandwagon, if you will. I, I, you can't stop anybody. Like you're not getting in for me. I'd really see Ohio State go try and do it. They can't stop anybody either. But right. my God, I mean, I, if I would see Oklahoma give up fifty something again, like was, I think I think their biggest draw is you know they're, you know, is the Heisman probably the Heisman. Not probably. He is going to be the Heisman runner-up. Kyler Murray, yeah. right behind Tua. Um, I think that is that would probably be the biggest draw for me. Like, because I'd like to see if Oklahoma got in, it was the four. You know, so you'd have Heisman winner versus Heisman runner-up in that first round. Likely one versus four, Bama versus yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah, um, that'd be interesting. I personally think Oklahoma, a one-loss Oklahoma, gets in over a one-loss Ohio State, just based off of beating Texas. Would they would avenge their only loss? We had talked about this. Um, but this scenario, what do you do here? Georgia beats Bama. Yeah, I was going to say the same. Oklahoma wins. Ohio State wins. Who I gets see. left out? I think it's both Oklahoma and Ohio State. I don't see how you don't put Bama back in there. Their only losses to the number four ranked team by you know tomorrow when it comes out. Right. I mean, if they go get beat by forty, maybe, maybe. But maybe that's not going to happen. I mean, I was talking to my dad today. You know who's listening in Baghdad? Hey, but uh, shout out! Yeah, he was just like, this has to be Alabama's you know, best team in fifty years, and I mean, how can you argue that? I mean, he literally can score forty points a game, yeah, and they can stop is. everybody. It definitely is. So I mean, I don't know, I don't know how, for some reason, they get beat on a field goal or by a touchdown by Georgia, who's clearly you know been right there number five for the past five weeks. Right. I mean, how you? Stick. I think the committee has told us all they need to tell us about Ohio State, keeping them at 10 for so long, or right. not 9 for so long, you know, down at that bottom of the top 10, even though they only lost, you know, they had one loss, you know, they could have been a 7 seed or 8 seed, you know, but they kept them down there. You know, the Northwestern victory is not going to look that good. I mean, I, I love what – I can't believe that coach hasn't been hired by somebody else. I think he's – Amazing! Oh, he's done but, major work at a at a scholastic school. You know, I mean, they're, you think they're, Stanford's they're hard to get into? <laughs> you think Stanford's hard to get, go try and get into Northwestern? Like you know, yeah, like it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's very impressive what he's done. I mean, it's basically he's done. It would be like somebody coming at Vanderbilt and you know taking them to the SEC championship. Yeah, every year and right. having them ranked nearly every year. You know, it just always in the picture and always there to beat somebody. Um, 
yeah, I don't I don't see how he's not been hired away. Maybe he just loves it there. I got a chance to see their facility um, in Illinois, and it's it's awesome. It's sharp. So it's uh, you know, yeah. I mean, maybe he just loves it there, and you know, kind of the. I mean, some guys are like that. I mean, God, it took forever for uh, Washington to lure away Chris Peterson. Yeah. And I know he had some family things, you know, with his kid and, um, you know, there in, in Boise, Idaho. But, you know, so, you know, some guys get in that system and it's like, hey, this is what I love to do. This is where I want to be. I mean, look at yeah. Gary Patterson at TCU. I think he's been a top name for years to the point now to where I'm like, I feel like his stock is dying. I think he's, yeah, you know, yeah. He, he's probably – you know, ruined it by staying, you know, for so long. I mean, he, he could have probably taken a high, high profile, you know, SEC, AC, you name it. You know, he could have taken a top job when it, whenever it came open. We talk about guys that are comfortable. I, I, I know some guys in Fort Worth that are donors for the program, and that dude has a sweet gig there. Like, I mean, like most, but, like, he's – I mean, obviously eats for free, flies private jets, but, like, he's, like – yeah. On call, like not to go visit recruits. Like, yeah. hey, you want to go to the Caymans? Yeah, I have this jet. Like, yeah. the dude's got a sweet setup. Players so. get arrested. He gets called before the you know right. he gets yeah, called yeah, yeah. first. But the donor calls him. He's already bailed him out. Yeah, like, he is the lawyer. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's the yeah he's the judge. Yeah. So uh, now he, apparently he's got a pretty sweet gig too. But you know, you got to win. You know, it's it's easy. It, it yeah. cures everything. Yeah, and it you really get sour does. real quick. But um, yeah, I mean, look, I think. I don't see how Bama doesn't get in even with a loss. Like, I don't either. Because you, you start looking at that, like you said, if your loss is to – even if, say, they got beat by Georgia by 20, you have – your only loss is to the number four team in the country by 20, and Ohio State got trounced by Purdue, you know, by 30, 40 points. <laughs> it was – It felt like it anyway. Yeah, sure. it, it, felt, it felt like a lot. Uh, you know, I, yeah, yeah, I don't think yeah, – 49-20. Yeah, like, so 29 points, I don't, I don't know how you – how you wouldn't put Bama in. I mean, again, I would be stunned if Bama got beat by Georgia, period, but I'd be really stunned if they got, you know, handled by them. So I don't see how you would do that. I guess the only thing would be, you know, is Oklahoma's only losses to Texas, and it was a really, really close game. It was a ranked Texas. Oklahoma, say, goes out, blows Texas out, and Bama gets beat by Georgia pretty handily, which, again, these are all scenarios. Right. You know, what would you do then? You know, Do you put a one-loss Oklahoma who won their conference championship and avenge their only loss in over a one-loss Bama who lost their conference championship? Uh, you know, that was, that'd be where it gets a little sticky. Again, I'm with you. This is the I, – I can, uh, I can attest to it. I've seen Bama play for, you know, all yeah. the years that I've been watching football. It, it, it certainly seems like the best Bama team that they've ever had. Yeah, I don't see them losing. But, I mean, you go look at Oklahoma and put Bama and Oklahoma together. Oklahoma's last, I don't know, four games, they've given up 46 to Texas Tech, who just fired their coach, 47 to Oklahoma State, 40 to Kansas, uh, and, what, 56 to West Virginia? Like I just don't understand. I don't. I don't see how. I'd be surprised if Bama has given up that many points all year. I mean, I, I would like. To, yeah, I yeah. I, I would. Love, yeah, I would love to do the math on that. I'm gonna pull it up. <laughs> That's. I mean, yeah. Oklahoma's probably given up more points in two games than Bama's given up all year. Bama gave up 31 against Arkansas, but they beat them 65 to 31. So that's like. Mop up duty touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. You know. That's me playing safety. Right. Uh, so I mean, 
yeah, I mean, there's not other than that game they haven't given up over twenty three. Yeah, they haven't given up over twenty three points, except for that one game that they won sixty five okay. to thirty one. Wow! <laughs> right. So, so yeah, that's huge difference. Yeah, and, and you know, and and again, that's where it goes back to this best Bama team that we've seen is they're not only beating people with just phenomenal defense, like they're you know they hang their hat on. They're you know you have Tua who's just. You know, you're going to have a Heisman Trophy winner on offense, which is unheard of for Bama, you know, right. with a quarterback. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. Know, well, here, yeah. These last couple of years, it's been, you know, they've had Heisman winners maybe, or they've and had Heisman hopefuls and running back. Right. But, you know, I can hand the ball off to, you know, Eddie Lacy and, you know, Derrick Henry and Trent Richardson, which, right. you know. when Especially when you only had to score 21, you were going to win. To win 21 game. to 10. Yeah, you exactly. know, 21 to 6. So yeah, it's 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 an unprecedented thing that they're doing with with a quarterback, you know, who's up for the Heisman and, you know, just another stellar Nick Saban defense. I hate to say it. I think that I think that's that would be the worst thing to happen to Ohio State and Oklahoma is Bama lose cuz I think they're I think it's over. Like there's no discussion. Right. Yeah, you know, unless like I said, even if they get like you said about 20, I still don't imagine them not saying let's reset them. No, you're do. right. It is. <laughs> Clemson would be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> You're like, oh, great. Now we're going to play Alabama. Right. First game of the yeah. – Yeah, number four, number, number one, yeah. number four. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Ohio State and um, Oklahoma, has they they have to be, for their sake, pulling for Bama to win, knowing, though, that they're only going to have one position, you know. What if Georgia loses by three? I mean, it's just hard to – what, they lost yeah. to LSU, right? Yeah, so you'd be a two-loss Georgia. I mean, I just – I wouldn't see them – over Oklahoma, at that point, yeah, that's yeah. It just what, what if this happens? Yeah, what if this happens? Bama beats Georgia, Oklahoma loses to Texas, and Ohio State loses to Northwestern. <laughs> Who's getting in at that point? I don't know. Yeah. I can't imagine that scenario playing out. But <laughs> right, yeah, we'd okay. have a lot to talk about come Monday. <laughs> You're right, we would. So, or would you just create a super team between Clemson and Notre Dame and say play Alabama? And yeah, see who wins at Alabama. that point. <laughs> Alabama, Alabama was Alabama touchdown. By, by double digits like they've been <laughs> yes. all year. Uh, man, it's uh, it really is. It's shaping up. This is going to be a, a really fun weekend. And, yeah, I figured we'd wrap it up with uh, the one oddity that we talked about last week, the Tiger and Phil. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really entertaining. Did. It was good. Yeah, I think if I had to do it over again that I'd watched, I don't know if I'd have paid 20 bucks. which thank you, DirecTV, for finally being the last to jump on board and give me my money back for that since uh, – the whole Bleacher Report debacle, but um, yeah, yeah, that, that was a it was a good time. I enjoyed that, which got me wondering too. Like, how do you? What happens? Like, do they have a backup? Like, you know, Tiger gets out there and off the first tee, he just pulls something in his back, which you know, it's, it's possible. I didn't think about that. What do you do? You know, it's like is DJ in the clubhouse like doing lines like, like waiting to go? Yeah. Like, you <laughs> see just, like, are you gonna fight tomorrow? Okay, I'll do it. Yeah, I, I got it. I'm tabbing in. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I just thought that would, that was um, interesting. But obviously, it didn't happen, and I thought it was pretty neat. Um, I, I hope they do it more. I hope they start doing like some two two man team like best ball stuff will be neat. Yeah. I don't know, just. I think it would be. I think it would be cool. You know, moving forward to once a year, do some sort of cool like event. If do it all for charity, whatever they want to do. Yeah, be, I just yeah. think it would be neat. And I, you know, I would pay again if it was, you know, organized and really hyped up. Um, it was fun. I mean, it was, it was fun. I, I actually started watching it about, um, I don't know, whole like ten, 
and I was entertained. You know, it kind of was on the background for a little bit. Um, I was pulling for Tiger, but I like Phil too, so it doesn't, you know. Yeah. It doesn't matter fun. to me. I mean, I would like to have seen a little more banter. I, the people on the internet were like, Steve Zabin was just ripping it like, you know, I paid 20 bucks. I'm, you know, I'm the joke's on me. And yeah. like, I, you know, I wanted to see more, you know, more, you know, banter and like side bets. And I mean, I, you know, I think a lot of it was, you know, it was the first of its kind, you know, like I don't, I don't think that either one of them guys wanted to go out there and ruin their brand, dropping F-bombs on each other. But, right. you know, at the same Talking time. Talking about their extramarital affairs and stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> But you know, hey, Tiger's back though, man. He's still playing. He's obviously back uh, yeah, frequenting Perkins, you know, r- restaurants. I mean, the hey, guys, man, whatever works for you. Hey, you know, at this point, you know, he's he's doing his thing and it, it's working out for him. So they, uh, I don't know. I, I just thought it was neat. I think it was good for the brand, good for the sport. Yeah, no, it was you fun know, to watch. Um, I'm sure we'll see a rematch or something that you know it'd be fun to see. So yeah, so that I mean. We've got some listeners now. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate all the listeners. Good feedback. Uh, we couldn't so. do it without you. Well, I guess we could, but we'd just be doing it for uh, for the hell of it. So yeah. Um, okay, keep listening. And, uh, keep letting us know what you think, and we're gonna keep uh, pumping out content as long as you guys will listen. So we'll catch you next time.